but it is time for Travel Tales with Fergal and uh, delighted to say that Fergal O'Keefe, the creator of the Travel Tales with Fergal podcast is with us now. Fergal, how are you? Great. I got married in Renville and our wedding reception was in the Renville House Hotel. So that would be a great thing for someone to win. It's a very special place, I have to say. Why am I surprised you've been there? You've been everywhere. <laughs> I've been there a few times. I brought out my kids back actually over the summer to show them. And gosh, it's, it's such a gorgeous place. Really love it up there. Well, there you go. That's a, a testimonial. This is a top-notch prize that we're giving away on Friday. So do get in touch. 086-1800-964. Share your memories of the late, great Dermot Morgan. Uh, you, though, Fergal, are going to be talking not about Renville House Hotel and Resort in Connemara, but Switzerland, because you've had the pleasure of going to that beautiful country recently. Um, I was there once myself many, many, many years ago. Um, what brought you to Switzerland? Don't say an aeroplane. You know what? <laughs> well, I love it. I have to say that, um, you know, it's a, like the skiing at the start of the year, you know, the, like the slopes and stuff, there was very little snow, but there's loads there now. But I love Switzerland. And actually, while I was there, I was skiing and I realised the ski gear that I was wearing, I, I learned to ski. I kind of forgot it, but I learned to ski in Verbi in Switzerland over 20 years ago. And the ski gear I was wearing was the exact same ski gear. I still have it all white, very practical for the slopes. <laughs> no one can see me, but I, I just love it there. It's, it's a very special place. Like Switzerland, probably a little bit more expensive than other places in the Alps, like Austria and, and maybe a little bit quieter. You know, if you want to go to a party place, although there are party places in Switzerland, but there's just something very special about Switzerland. You know, it. I would go, and, and I know it doesn't make any sense because everywhere you are in the mountains, you feel like you're in the mid. But for some reason, when I'm in Switzerland, you really feel like you're in the the middle of the Alps, and you know the towns are just they really have kept them. They're so picturesque, all those wooden buildings, the wooden chalets, even the food with all the you know the raclette and the fondues, and every time you go to restaurants, you could smell the cheeses, and um, you know the it, it's very kind of I would say laid back country, um, very traditional. So. You know, even the people, the way they act and the the, 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 the shops, like, like say, the place where I was in Eldel Boden in Switzerland, still had like old butchers and old little shops and little, um, you know, cheese shops and places like that. Very, so I would go very traditional, very laid back. And that place where I went to Eldel Boden, I would go, for, if someone was going for a family or as couples, you know, it is it, it really laid back, but such a gorgeous place. I would really recommend it for people, I have to say. I really love it there. What yeah, and you touched on as well. One of the things that I found when I was there, and this is back in the mid nineties, was the cost was. <laughs> well, I think Ireland is nearly caught up at this stage, have we? It was but quite expensive it. back then. Yeah. And that's it. I mean, I was staying in a hotel called the Cambrian Hotel, which is like, so this, you know, Adelboden is a very traditional town, you know, very much um, farming in the winter or in the summer, you know, with the cows and cheeses and all that. So, but then now it's skiing in, in the in the winter time. That place I stayed in the Cambrian Hotel was, I mean, the views, like, like they had this, um, you know, an infinity pool and an area looking out onto the mountains. Most stunning view I've ever seen. So price-wise, it's probably similar to somewhere like in Ireland, like the Europe. So, you know, that's, you know, in a way, it's it's sort of the curse and, and a good thing about where Ireland is so expensive and we're so used to it that really it is for, it is expensive there and it's more expensive than countries like Austria. But when it's more expensive, it's comparable to Ireland, really, prices, you know. So that's the, the problem of living in, in a country like ourselves that's so expensive. But, you know... 
I would say it's for people, you know, that um, it's more expensive, but it's got so much more to offer, particularly, say, for for families or couples, for laid back, you know, people, you know, there's kind of a, a route for nearly for people like when, when they start skiing, they might go to Andorra to learn, then they might go to Austria in their 20s, which is great crack. And then they go to maybe somewhere like Switzerland, when it's more like for families or when you're getting a little bit older, like myself. And so it's more laid back, you know, like the nightlife wouldn't be the same as it is, um, you know, in, in other countries. But I just loved it. I have to say, like the atmosphere, and and there are livelier places in Switzerland. Like as I said, I learned in Verbier, and I've been there um, lots of times in Switzerland, and that's a real f- famous town, party town. Like the last time I was there, I was in a, in a bar, and I was getting a round of drinks, and it was Prince Harry that was handing the drinks back to me to give to my mates. <laughs> he, he handed me one, and then he didn't realize there was actually like ten drinks in the round, so he was going one drink to the other. So it's that sort of place, you know, but it really like Switzerland just is so beautiful and the food is that cliched food that when you think about Switzerland you know with the, with the cheeses like just say one of the things I did on this trip is I I, I went um, snowshoeing at night time so it was like a group of us and we went it was in the dark and you could see the village the lights of the village down below you but going through forests and up over paths and you're you're like you've got these crampon like shoes and you're going through the snow and it was just so magical, I have to say. And that's another thing that I would would always say to people, you know, I have loads of mates who, who haven't skied or have never gone skiing. And I kind of think they're missing a trick because just because you... Um, don't ski it doesn't mean that you couldn't experience something like this and that's again where I would say Switzerland or a town like Adelboden would come in that's where I'd recommend if you wanted to experience the the mountains um, during the winter and the snow and the beautiful I would go somewhere like that because you know, the villages are just, you're, you're quite content to be even just in the villages. And there's loads of different activities that you can do. For instance, I went snowshoeing. You can do that by daytime or nighttime. And I actually did tobogganing this time where you, you know, you go in a little toboggan and you use your heels to, um, I'll actually have a little video of it um, that I'll put up on my Instagram, Travel Tales with Fergal, because there was a guy behind me that was filming it and you'll see me crashing in the video. I kind of, <laughs> I kept going, but my stopping wasn't so great. So I went straight off the run and fall over but it's such an ex- and it's great crack you know and you can do that with kids or any ages so there's loads of things are are walking you know you could do the shoe the shoe walking you know you could go up to some of those amazing you know on on the runs there's loads lots in the mountains there's lots of loads of um these amazing restaurants where you can go for lunch and stuff. So you could actually do all that. And if you stayed in a hotel like the one I did, the Cambrian, and I'll put up links again on my, um, also on the Claire FM website, I'll, I'll put up a link on it. I'll be putting up my podcast, which comes out this week. But such a gorgeous hotel, you know, where, you know, like it's, it, and there was actually a few Irish staff that were, um, you know, working there while I was there. It was funny, like, as we we're having a meal and, the Irish waiter was served, you know, I just said, keep my wine filled up. But he was, he was a bit of a character, you know, I think it was from Limerick or Clare around that area, actually. It was funny when you always meet Irish when you're away. You always bump into them everywhere you go in the <laughs> world. But somewhere like that, the Cambrian, I would really recommend it. Like a really gorgeous um, hotel and amazing experience, I have to say. Um you know, as I said, there's like this infinity pool. It's kind of famous. Like there's, it's kind of one of those Instagram things now where people take photos with the mountains um, in the background. So, gosh, I have to say, I loved it. I, I, what I was thinking before I came on actually was, it was like earlier, 
last year I was talking to you I, I was also talking about Switzerland and I, I talked about so much that I went and booked flights and went skiing in Switzerland last year <laughs> straight away after talking to you because I, I was going, yeah, I do love it. It, it. It's a very special holiday, I have to say, skiing that, um, you know, and also, it's, you know, I, I would always say it's, it's one of those holidays for families that, um, you know, all ages, you know, late teens often don't want to go on holidays in, in the summertime with you, but they'll always go on a skiing trip. They'll never say no to that. So it's great like that. And another thing that I would say to people is, is that this time of year is actually the perfect, I would go the perfect time of year. So traditionally, say the, the busiest seasons, if Irish people are going abroad often uh, around the Christmas time into January, and that's the most part. And then obviously the midterms. So February is a great month, but it's also very more expensive and it's actually more popular, particularly with the UK. The, in the UK, a lot of schools, the different regions stagger their um, their midterms. So nearly the month of May and any anywhere where people from the UK are going, essentially, I always find the prices go up. So March, it's still not too late to look and March is a great time to go skiing because the days are longer, you know, it's sunnier. You can often, you know, you can you nearly ski in a, in a T-shirt. So the days are longer, it's sunnier and often the prices are cheaper than high season. So it's a lovely time of year to go. And even that place where I was in Aldelboden into into um, uh, April, they, they do skiing and sometimes the season even goes as far as May, a lot of the higher resorts. So I would really recommend later in the year for, for looking for deals. And if, you know, this, as I was saying to you earlier on, the start of this season was actually, there was very little snow around Christmas and around uh, January. And actually this place, I went to Adelboden, it was funny because I, I hadn't heard of it before I, I went and booked it. But um, then it was all over the newspapers around Christmas time because the World Championships were coming there in January. And the stair is the same as all over the Alps. There was very little snow at the start of the season this year. So they were worried that it was going to happen. So it, it did. But um, so, you know, another thing that I would say to people is just to keep an eye on that is, you know, you can actually get great deals short term if you're willing to like sort of um you know look for deals and you're you're flexible about when you're go when you can go that you can often get great deals from crystal ski or top flight and places like that you know so it's worth sort of um waiting but i, I and another thing that you know, I mentioned there about the World Championships that were on. So this year I went um, when we were doing the ski run, I was with a bunch of people and uh, we actually went on the, the World Cup run. So it's a, it's a very famous every year. The World Championships are held there and I, we were on the run. So I was with a bunch of people of kind of they're all good skiers. I'd say I was probably the weakest out of the group. And uh, the guy, at the start of the, the run, it's a black run goes down into the village, you know, and really steep because it's for, you know, obviously for this race. But uh, the guy turned to me and he said, um, you know, we're sure now you, you want to do this, like, because there's also other, there's another red run <laughs> off it. And I was going, there was another Irish guy with me. So he said, oh, yeah, you could do that. Typical Irish guy. So that's all I needed. I needed someone to say you can do it. So I did it. I'm so glad I did because I just did it at my own pace, but there's one area where you, you're coming along and it looks like you're just going to go off the mountain. And we stopped there and below you is the village and the guy Christian was saying how when the race is on, 
in the village you can see below you 30,000 people roaring you on that you fly off in you know as you're coming down so I can't imagine what that must be like the adrenaline so I mean I had adrenaline I was going about two miles an hour down the <laughs> zigzagging down the mountain but it was such an experience I'm so glad I did it you know Speaking of adrenaline levels uh, Fergal you also sampled the saunas of Switzerland but um, maybe your adrenaline levels are off the charts because it was no ordinary sauna that you went to was it? Exactly. So, you know, I always say to you, you know, I like to be, go out of my comfort zone. What I love about traveling is, you know, when you're out of your comfort zone and you're sampling the local sort of cultures. So when I in, in the hotel, when I went into the sauna, I didn't notice the sign on the door which said naked sauna. So as I was going, <laughs> I was going into the sauna with the other Irish guy and I just went in and saw these bodies lying around and you know, different states of undress. So I backed out straight away, you know, in, in shock. But then I was with the other Irish guy. So we said, shall we go in for the crack? So we, you get these like little towels, but they're tiny. They can they barely get around your waist, you know. So the, we went in with our, our little tiny white towels that barely fit us. And there was one time I went in, there was like two couples and they were lying out. So basically what the locals do is they lie on the white towel and they were lying out on their white towel. So I felt overdressed, holding on to my my little white towel, you know, so I sort of joined them. So then they got up and left and then another two couples came in, but they were, I'd say they were new to the hotel. So they were wearing the pool towels, the big massive green pool towels. So they came in. So all of a sudden I went from feeling silly because I was overdressed to being completely underdressed. <laughs> so I, I had to put my towel back on again and make my way out. So I spent my my few days in Switzerland learning the, the dynamics of the sauna and the steam room. But um, yeah, it was a bit of crack actually, I have to say, you know. <laughs> yeah, you, you'll watch out for signs outside saunas before you enter them in future. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, sure, look, that's an, it's another box ticked anyway. Um, in terms of, you you mentioned kind of times of year that most Irish people go, You would would, would you recommend, you know, going midterm early in, in a new year? And in terms of cost, uh, f- flying and, 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 uh, and hotel prices as well, when is the best time to go? Yeah, so, I mean, that's one of the things, actually. Last year, when I went, I flew to Zurich. And this you fly to Zurich to get to somewhere like, to get to Adelboden, where I was. But the flights are actually very cheap, so it, which is really, really good, you know. So compared to, like, say, Geneva and other places like that, that there's lots of flights direct to um, to Zurich from Dublin. I went with Swissair, but um, who go a couple of times during the week. But I have to say, so, you know, I can't remember what the prices were, but like they're under 100. So the price wise are really good. And actually, the funny thing, you know, the, like Switzerland, you know, the cliche about Switzerland, about running like clockwork. But I had to get the Aldeboden was over two hours from the airport. And I had to get two trains and a bus. So when I saw the itinerary, I, like the connections, the three connections, the longest one was five minutes. One was like two minutes. Another was three minutes. And I was thinking there's no way that I'm going to to make this but being Switzerland it worked like clockwork it was amazing you'd arrive into a train station into one platform you'd have like three minutes to walk over to another platform train arrive go same with the bus and everything worked like clockwork and it was amazing and it kind of added to the trip actually and it was so so effortless so it seemed, seemed like a lot like two trains and a bus but it actually was so effortless and kind of added to the whole holiday actually because you're going along 
you know, when you went through Burn and loads of villages and lakes and mountains, you're, the whole train trip, you're watching the scenery all around you. So it actually added to it. Um, and then hotel wise, you know, as I said, like the, the Cambrian Hotel where I was, that'd be a very similar price to say the Europe and Ireland. But there's loads of options. Like I met a guy there who from Planet Ski who does a key, ski website and he was staying in the town in an Airbnb and that was 60 euros a night. So, you know, that's what I always say. No matter where you go, you can get you know, price-wise, you really can always, if you have a look around, you'll always find something for your own price, depending on what you're looking for. Okay, that is Switzerland, thoroughly recommended by Fergaland. It did uh, mention, and as always, you can send in any holiday or travel-related questions that you may have for Fergal to 86 since you were last on Fergal uh, Morning Focus listener Pat was in touch with us to say would Fergal have ideas of things to do and explore in the Vancouver area of Canada in the summer yeah and actually you mentioned this to me before I went away to um, Adel Bowden and one of the guys that I was on the trip with spent six seasons in Whistler which is just outside Vancouver so I was able to get him <laughs> picking his brains <laughs> yeah exactly and I I haven't been to Vancouver myself but I got great um, recommendations so he one he'd hi- highly recommended because he said Vancouver is literally it's on it's beside the mountains and uh, as he called it an outdoor mecca it's beside the, the sea and on, on the mountains. So there's great beaches like, you know, like a very short distance from the centre of town. So the best beach is English Bay Beach. But there's loads of beaches there. So in summertime, great beaches. And then you've got the mountains. So uh, during summertime, Whistler, you know, in the winter, it's one of the most famous ski resorts in the world. And it's it's an amazing spot. But this guy's going in the summer. So it's a, it's a mecca for outdoor for hiking, but also particularly for mountain biking. And mountain, the, the whole thing, the popularity of mountain biking actually started in that region. I, um, I I think it was Pemberton was the name of the town, but basically that region just outside Vancouver is where mountain biking became popular. So this person is into outdoors between the, the beaches and the hiking and um, the uh, biking, you know, there's loads of activities. The other thing he, he said to me is that uh, in Canada, they call it no fun Vancouver. So he's looking for action. He said, I mean, I, I find this hard to believe the population is 2.6 million, but he was saying a lot of things are closed by 12 o'clock and there's only, you know, two nightclubs. So I, I, for I, I 2. Kind of 6 million people. <laughs> yeah, and two nightclubs. Those whoever owns those nightclubs must be going well. But <laughs> maybe maybe that's where I look for a next nightclub is Vancouver. There's definitely an opening, I reckon. But <laughs> I find that hard to believe. But you know what? It depends what this person wants. But I mean, like like to go to a city like with with class beaches, the mountains beside you, loads of outdoor activities. I mean, for me, a place called Outdoor Mecca. That's the one, isn't it? You can always make your own fun later on then. Definitely. And it, yeah, the Vancouver sounds great. And sure, it's where Brian Adams is from. So it must be a fairly exciting town, despite the fact it only has two nightclubs for 2.6 million people. <laughs> um, and if anyone has any other uh, holiday questions or you're looking uh, for to find out information and traveling uh, wherever you're heading or for suggestions of where to go for your holidays, uh, do get in touch with us here directly at Morning Focus 086 964 is the text WhatsApp number or Fergal, they can, they can DM me on the old Twitter. Exactly. People are all, I'm always, people are often from your show, send me messages on Instagram. So either to you or else Travel Tales with Fergal is my Instagram and we can talk about it here. So um, I think that's a lovely idea. 
brilliant stuff. And uh, uh, th- as ever, Fergal, thank you very much. Uh, glad to hear you recovered from your naked sauna episode. And uh, we look forward <laughs> to seeing what other signs you ignore in other foreign countries and future travel tales with Fergal editions. But Fergal, thanks very much for joining us. 